Micah? Micah. I think... All right, well, how about we give cookies to everyone? How about everybody sucks my dick? <coughs> Is that what you want, Micah? A future where everyone sucks my dick? First Arthur gets two cookies and then everyone starts paying taxes. Micah, you know taxes are slavery. <laughs> Dutch, I like public roads. I only ride tolls, Micah. <coughs> Dutch, every road can't be a tollway. We're running out of money. I'm Casey Casey, and this is Ms. Link, the Phantom Podcast. Tactical Internet Operations. Today on the show, we have Griffin. Griffin, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me on, Casey. You know, it's not often that I have a guest like you here on the program with me, Casey Casey. It's just an honor to be here, Casey. Oh, God, someone shot Casey Kasem. <laughs> Good. Oh, no. Oh, he's dead. Well, we're in America, so it should take about five to 20 hours for the cops to get here. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, I'm, I'm broken up to have to report that Casey Kasem is dead at the age of, uh, like, eight years after he died. <laughs> Uh, in real life, he's now dead again. Well, he's probably he's probably like uh, seventy nine. Didn't he die in the woods? Like he got lost. <laughs> That'd be kind of funny. Radio personality Casey Kasem dies meandering the woods with dementia. Yeah, like I re- I think I recall there was like Casey Kasem eighty six is missing in the woods. <laughs> he starves to death, and then he died in the woods. I think. Oh. I don't that's know. Kind if of that's, an embarrassing way to go. That that's how I want to go. Meandering the woods until you starve to death? Lost in the Woods is an 88-year-old, <laughs> dementia-ridden uh, Who octogenarian. Who let him walk that far by himself? <laughs> he, someone must have dropped his leash <laughs> yeah, and he right. ran into the woods. He saw a shiny rock or something and he just he, he got away from us, really. Yeah, he was like, I'm Casey Casey. I'm going to run into the woods. I see a shiny rock. Here he, I go, he Casey still, Casey. He still sound like that when he was old? Probably. Yeah, and every t- every whatever he does, he says. Case, I'm Casey, Casey, yeah, he has everything with Casey Gates. People tell me, dear Casey, why are you running into the woods <laughs> when you don't know where you are or even who you are? And I say, what? Where am I? I'm, who am I? That's a, it. Was his last words? He couldn't remember his name was Casey Kasem. He just goes, I'm, and he had a panic attack and ran into the woods because he'd never finished the sentence before. His last words were, I'm dot dot dot. <laughs> yeah. Close quotation. Casey Kasem. Uh, that's a great last word. What do you want your last words to be, Griffin? If you if you had if you could choose, what your final sentiments on this earth would be? Uh, it would. I'd find the nearest person, and I'd go. I beseech him, not you, but I beseech him, and leave it vague. <laughs> At capital H, you don't know if I'm talking about God or a certain person, and I just die. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> Vague, <laughs> yeah. nebulous. It leaves uh, it leaves them wanting more, yeah. which is what you want to do. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I think, you know, yeah, I've always thought, you know, like uh, either that or nuts, <laughs> like that general <laughs> from World War Two and yeah. the Battle of the Bulge. Yeah, uh, I, I'd like my last words to be, "I need to tell you something really important," <laughs> and then I die. have a Bitcoin wallet. And you die. <laughs> yeah, I'm son. I've buried 800 Dogecoin, <laughs> and it's located. <laughs> Here. <laughs> and then die again. Yeah, like the like the frog dad from, yeah, from Trick the Third. Yeah. yeah. Somebody better be dying, and then it's a smash cut <laughs> to her dad dying. Uh, it was a Sh- decent bit. Shrek three, uh, not bad, good. not good movie. But I like no. the beginning. Yeah, it starts off with the. It still, it still feels like Shrek two. It feels like the like a fifteen minutes left over. Yeah. They didn't put in Shrek two, and then it gets bad. The beginning of Shrek, the third. It's not Shrek three. Yeah, mind yes. you. Yes, yes, yes. You need to call it Shrek. The why is it even called the Shrek the third? You did. I fucked up. No, no. I, 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 said, I don't even know why it's called Shrek the third. Because uh, three cents tacky. In this movie about an ogre, what's <laughs> the around. one with uh, Arthur Pendragon? God, yeah, Arthur so Pendergast. Oh, God. Yeah, which is stupid. Is that the this one is... with the babies, or the one after that with the babies? This is also the one with the babies. Oh, fuck me. Fiona says, "Shrek, I'm pregnant." He says, "I'm gonna go on a quest to find your long lost nephew," because he wants to get the fuck out of the yeah. house and away from fatherhood. Yeah, yeah, and it's the one where Shrek well, it, it, holds up a baby in a dream, and it, then it, with Donkey's it, voice says "Da Da," oh yeah, and yeah. scares him. I remember that? Yeah, 
This is when they should have stopped making Shrek. Movies. They should have stopped at two. Two was good. Yeah, no, you're right. But the beginning of Shrek the Third. Yeah. Let's think of all the good things. There's the f- f- death of the king of Far Far Away. Mm-hmm. There, the Leonard Cohen song starts playing. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. Uh, it, it's that. That's the one that starts with Prince Charming with his uh, fake. Clippy clop. Oh yeah, yeah. Where he's doing the, the play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. It feels. Yeah, it honestly, still feels like some people are still writing Shrek movies, and then some. It changed like halfway through, and then they ran out of material. Yeah, They're like yeah. now we got to go to high school. Yeah. Oh, how many how many jokes can we make about high school? But it's medieval times. Yeah, a, a very lame attempt at trying to continue the Shrek franchise. Yeah, because I, I don't know why, but it worked as far, far away as being Hollywood. Yeah, but Beverly it, Hills. It, it didn't work as. Yeah, excuse me, Beverly Hills, but it didn't work no, as right. high school. No. Hey, you know something funny? I was watching Shrek Two hmm. like a month ago. Okay. Um, <laughs> and it's funny at one point when Donkey's being arrested as the as the, the stallion. Yeah. <laughs> they're kneeling on his neck, and he says something about it. Oh, that's not. Funny. <laughs> Griffiths. And he says, like, he says, I can't breathe. No, yeah. I'm, I like quote. He says, "I can't breathe," and they're kneeling on him. No, I believe. Yeah, I rewound it to make sure. I do. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> I think that was probably like a yeah, it like was a just, Rodney King reference yeah. or something at the time. Little did they know that police still kill people. Yeah, you know, twenty years later, police are still uh, murdering people for no reason. Yeah, sad, sad Paco. Pain Paco. Uh, <laughs> it's Kiro Koko's graduation tomorrow. Kirio Kiryu Koko, the VR tuber, yeah, the VTuber. Six AM is when her stream starts. Is, it, is the preferred nomenclature VTuber or VR tuber? I think VTuber. Hmm. I've said VR tuber. I always said VTuber or just idol. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I kind of these are this. these are three D virtual streamers. Yeah, they're better than regular streamers. They don't have to look at them. <laughs> Yeah, they're better than regular streamers because you can have some dissonance between how odd it is, what you're doing. Yeah, because I'm not, like, sitting in Twitch and there's a chick in a bikini in a slime-filled kiddie pool (laughs) and writing my name on her tits for $500. Yeah. Like, I just, I give, he can be five bucks and she says my name. (laughs) Yeah, I know, but, like, what else am I supposed to do? Your Twitch experience doesn't have to be. No, just what I see on Twitter. I don't even fucking use Twitch. I hate Twitch. But I just feel like, uh... I don't want anything to do with that platform mm-hmm. in the slightest. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I always say VRTuber because I, I feel like VTuber sounds sexual. Hmm. I feel like it sounds like X videos or something. <laughs> I, just, I prefer v- VTuber. That's fair enough. I just can't get over my fear that it sounds like I'm watching porn. Because <laughs> God forbid anyone I think found VTube <laughs> would sound like porn. VTube? Yeah, VTube. But VTuber sounds like a profession. Mm-hmm. But you can see where I'm coming from because VTube. All I does see where you're coming like from porn. on VTube. Yeah. Quick, get to Google <laughs> domains. We need to buy VTube. I didn't bring my computer. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Or my keyboard. I forgot keyboard too. I'm sorry. Did you ever watch Shrek the Fourth? Shrek Forever Shrek After. Forever After. That's when he goes back with Humpty Dumpty, right? Him and Rumpelstiltskin. Oh, Rumpelstiltskin. Yeah, yeah. It just makes no sense. Like literally, they're just reaching. Well, because like at that I, point, because isn't it? By the end of Shrek the Third, he's resolved being like, oh, I'm a dad now, and he's not in charge of Far, Far Away, is he? I don't remember I don't if remember Arthur Pendergrass yeah. becomes But he's like, or he not. had resolved everything at the end of three. He's like, okay, my character arc is complete. I'm fully realized. I've finished the pyramid. Yeah. And then in the beginning of four, he's like, oh, I fucking hate everything again. Yeah. <laughs> I think that to really, to make it work, they should have started four with his family being killed. <laughs> Shrek's entire family should have been murdered by, like, Captain Hook or some villain. And then he has to go, and he goes to Donkey. He he makes a deal. And he's he's like, Donkey, I need your help. We're going for revenge. He's like, Shrek, I got a family now. He's like, I had a family, too. Had. And then he's like, damn, Shrek. What what does Fiona wear that he could wear as, like, a token? Her her face. (laughs) That was cut off by the assailant. Uh, he wears the the severed donkey, no, the severed ogre ears <laughs> on, a, on a necklace, necklace of his entire family that has that was crucified in front of his, <laughs> on his in front of the castle. They weren't even dead. He no. showed up and they were just too they far still, gone. If he would have st- cut them down, yeah. they would have died slower. No, it was, he was like Anakin when he found his mom. 
yeah. in a, on a <laughs> on Tatooine. Yeah, Shrek was Shrek was sent out for groceries. And it's a smash cut, and Forever After's like burned down. Yeah. It's all fires, and he's just standing there with like a battle axe, soaked in carry blood. Yeah, he's, just, <laughs> he's soaked in blood, and he wipes the blood from his eyes, and he looks to the hill where his family has been crucified by the invading army, the next kingdom <laughs> that has come over, and it becomes really dark. <laughs> It'd be pretty awesome. And then they capture Shrek, and he gets sold as a gladiator slave. And then, and then we're remaking. And then he's in the arena next to the king who killed his family and says, My name is Shrek, father to a murdered son, <laughs> husband to a murdered wife, servant of the true king of far, far away. I have a question for you. Yeah, this is just Gladiator. During the, yeah, I was just, it is. But during this bit, can we also have Taika Waititi play Korg next to Shrek? From, from, from Thor Ragnarok? Ragnarok? Yes. Yes. Good. Yeah. No, we're going to be mixing up both of them. <laughs> yeah. To, to make the ultimate Shrek 5. A little bit of levity. Yeah. Yeah, he's going to say, are those are those eggs or is it some sort of pus? They, they look like eggs. <laughs> yeah. And then Shrek sees um, Donkey, I guess. I don't know. Who could show up as a mist like Loki did? Uh, Prince Charming. I think it would work if Shrek, <laughs> Shrek sees Donkey. He's like... He's my friend. And <laughs> Donkey doesn't know him. And then Donkey has gone full stallion mode or whatever, and he just attacks him. Uh, this would not work as a film. No, it would. It would be better than would... Shrek Forever After. So speaking of Taika Waititi, which mm. I think is really what this is about, this this episode. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Why is your hat wet? It's sweaty. Ooh. Because I've been doing things today. Yeah. Um, speaking of Taika, is it Taika or Taika? I think it's Taika. It's T-A-I-K. That's what I thought, a- but as I was saying, a- I thought, ooh, that could be a cool name. Tyga? Tyga. That's the name of a femboy VTuber. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> as if I didn't know that. Um, what was I going to... Okay, so speaking of Tyga Ty- YTT, uh-huh. uh, how do you feel about him as a director? I enjoy his works that I've seen. I've seen two of them. I haven't seen What We Do in the Shadows, but I like Jojo Rabbit and I liked um, Thragnarok. Thragnarok? Mm-hmm. Didn't he make another movie that... Uh, like another, was he heavily involved in another Marvel film or no? I don't believe so. I feel like he might have another one more something in his filmography that I don't remember. Hmm. But those are the three that I know off the top of my head. I was introduced <clears throat> to him obviously through Thragnarok, mm-hmm. uh, which ended up being one of the best Marvel movies. I'm not as high on as everyone seems to be. I I enjoy it. Uh, it's not in the serious camp. Like I, I still think um, Winter Soldier's better, mm-hmm. but I like it that it's fun. I think it doesn't. I, I don't think it would stand up to repeat viewing. I think I would say I've watched it at least twice. I think my enjoyment of it came from not liking Marvel movies so much, and then it being a surprising contrast to Marvel movies. Yeah, and the parts that he's in are fun, where he's yeah. being a New Zealander. I still Zealander. think both of the Guardians of the Galaxies are better. Winter Soldier's better, Infinity War's better, but I think it's still in like top ten at least. Well, that's probably true, but I don't like Marvel movies, so it's no. likely in my top ten. Uh, I just think some of the humor. This is kind of, I haven't seen in a long time, mm-hmm. but I just remember being kind of underwhelmed. But maybe it's because everyone said, "Oh, this is really great. Oh, okay." That's fair. This yeah. is one of the best Marvel movies because I went into it blind and I was like, "Oh man, that was a great time." Yeah. I didn't go into it going, "Oh man, this is one of the funniest Marvel movies." Yeah, yeah. I think Jojo Rabbit was way way better. Jojo Rabbit was fantastic. Jojo Rabbit is a, a good, good, good movie. Uh, you you listened to me watch it fully through <laughs> yeah. on PlayStation Chat or whatever. Yeah, I was playing Persona 5, and you watched it on Discord, and I heard half of it because yeah. it got loud enough to peek the mic. Yeah, I just watched the whole thing, and uh, I like it a lot. I mean, that's a really good movie. I would say uh, it would be hard for him to make another movie that I like more than I liked Jojo Rabbit. Yeah, because um, I think um, – I'm not sure if he wrote it. Seems no, you like know he, he did. did. He got best screenplay for it. Oh, that is yeah. Yeah, I would he assume he, he wrote he took it because the book Cage Skies mm-hmm. and turned it into Jojo Rabbit. Yeah, and Cage Skies is really weird because Jojo is like a decade older. He's like fifteen. Mm-hmm. Not, no, not a decade, but he's like right in the cusp of puberty. And the chick in the attic is still the same age. Yeah, and he, you know, the end of Jojo Rabbit where he is like, oh, hey, the war didn't end. And then he eventually tells her the truth. Yeah. Well, you can tell that this that the the book that it was based on a book because there was no way 
that uh, that without that being the case that they would say okay taika you can end the movie with the eight-year-old kind of marrying the 16-year-old and going off to live together for the rest of their lives in the book that's he, some book shit in in the book yeah he he lies to her again says the word it end and then a decade passes yeah. of them his weird stockholm in love with her yeah and eventually he tells her after they have like a kid or something and that's then a she good leaves. book frankly that sounds like a book thing. yeah <laughs> but yeah that was like the end of that movie is like the end of the second act in the book mm. there's still a little bit left to my understanding i haven't read the book but to my understanding of the recap i saw of like the differences between the book and the movie yeah that's the huge one on wisecrack yeah i think so yeah they don't need i think yeah i'm fine i with like that. The, i like the way the movie ended yeah i think the movie ends fine and uh it seems like taiga waititi probably looked at this book and he said, "The story that I want to tell is being a child in World War II." Yeah, I don't Nazi Germany specifically. I don't really want to tell the the wider what the author of this book wanted to talk about, which yeah. was then this extra stuff. Yeah, yeah, and just took what he wanted from it. But and, um, uh, he plays an amazing balance of not too comical satire, mm-hmm. like it's over the top, Captain K and everyone there, and the farcicality they make of the Nazis, but it never feels like tough to watch no like some satire stuff you're like okay i get the joke you don't have to keep saying it yeah but every time they do it it's something like well, a spin i wouldn't on say, it a little bit i wouldn't say that it's subtle but i no, would just say no, that I it's say just it not bad yeah i just say that yeah. he does a great job at doing a satire of what exactly he wanted to do yeah like it reminds me of the kind of funny video where batman says that he <laughs> fucked Talia Ghoul and he can't get over it. Like that type of very subtle, good satire. Yeah. Uh, I guess we should explain the and movie. Then, and then also the shoe drop works every time. Literally. Yeah. Even if I've seen it before, I'm like, yeah. oh, this is the next scene that's going to happen. I'm so like, fuck me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, just for the folks at home, uh, if they want to know what, what uh, Jojo Rabbit? It's it's about a little kid growing up in Nazi Germany. Yeah, and he towards the end of the war. Really. Yeah, he's like forty forty five. Like I think it's like May of forty five, right before the war ends. It's right before no, the war ends. That's incorrect. The war in Japan ends in the end of September. I think the war in Germany still goes on for another. How long were you in the Pacific? Like another like six nine months, weren't we? The Pacific continues on after World War. Uh, yeah, but how long after? Because VE Day is in like forty four, like May of forty four, right? Yeah. Okay, so this is like right at the end, like maybe like uh, the autumn of forty three. Right before the end of the war, the Nazis are on the back foot. They know they're going to lose. They both end in forty-five. Do they? Yeah. Because I know the uh, VJ Day is September second. Yes. And so VE Day is like May something or June something. They right? both end in 45. okay. So whatever, it's right at the end of the war. Nazis yeah. are about to lose. And the, this kid Jojo, he's obsessed with being um, a Nazi. He lo- he wants to be a Nazi. He's, he's grown up in Nazi Germany thinking that Nazis he's are He's been fantastic. indoctrinated. Yeah. It's like that Disney cartoon. I don't know if you've seen it, but it's famous, uh, where it's like showing the uh, a baby is born in Nazi Germany and their parents aren't given the Bible. They're given two copies of Mein Kampf. Oh, okay. And they, you know, it just shows that you know from the time the child is born in Germany, they're bred to be a German soldier. And, okay. So I can't it, say I've seen it, but it, it sounds... It's, uh, and so it's basically familiar. that sort of thing just uh, portrayed in live action and... Uh, to a great extent, I think it, it uses humor, and uh, not just to be funny, but also to show the absurdity of living in a uh, totalitarian, authoritarian, you know, xenophobic, racist state like Nazi Germany. Yeah, and I think it. I would draw. Yeah, I've never really thought about it before, but you could draw a comparison between uh, Jojo Rabbit and the death of Stalin. Okay. Yeah. Because they both try to. They use humor to to highlight the absurdity yeah, of, of these I, type I, of I was going to say yeah I think the good thing about both Jojo Rabbit and Death of Stalin is that like if someone gave you like a fun fact about the war yes. or about communist Russia you'd be like that's fucking absurd mm-hmm. so it's all those fun facts in yeah. comedically shown to you yes. cuz they're things that happened to 11 yeah just a little little over the top and you you can't help but laugh yeah like uh well just like you know we're here to blow stuff up yeah. and play with knives and yeah, because they're they children yeah. being raised to or be they're violent. playing with stall grenades and they're chucking them. Yeah, and you're like, I can't. That's fucking insane. Yeah, and so they just, you know, you can't. It's horrible. The reality of it, you yeah. know, children being uh, militarized that way and uh, indoctrinated, but it's also hilarious. Yeah. you know, or like when Jonah's going around collecting um, scrap tin. Yeah, he's got a stupid little robot costume on, but yes. he's really going around collecting future mp40s for the war machine yes but he's playing around like he thinks it's a game 
Or like Carl Weezer when he is in, <laughs> drafted into the Wehrmacht. Yeah. And he's just, you know. It's he's wearing like, paper, uh, paper for uniform. uniform. Yeah. yeah. And he's, because yeah, it's true. It's you not know, a good with, time to be a Nazi. With, yeah. It's, Joe, Joe, it's not a good time to be a Nazi. Yeah. It's just, uh, yeah. It's uh, it's hilarious. Yeah. A child soldier, you know, you can make that. It, truly, it is a humorous idea. Yeah. But it's also horrible. Did you ever see that thing? Um I always saw it as like a side by side, or the JoJo doesn't really know about Hitler thing, hmm. because uh, he was like Hitler was a vegetarian. Oh uh, yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. And he's always eating meat in like every scene. Yeah, and he's smoking in every scene. Yeah, and Hitler wanted nothing to do with either of those things. Yeah, so it shows that he's just so indoctrinated into the Nazi party. He just has ideas of Hitler. Yeah, he doesn't even. He's probably only heard the man a few times. Yeah, but also it, it goes to show that Hitler, the actual guy, and the monolithic mythical god figure that the german people worshipped couldn't be farther apart you know they're just yeah you know you you don't they didn't really you know they don't know who hitler is really they they the man because he's just a man yeah he really they know the this idea this propaganda piece yeah. uh yeah and i do remember that side by side of oh. him basically doing everything hitler didn't really like to do <laughs> yeah uh, you could see that the movie having a scene where Hitler's talking to Jojo. He's like, when I grew up in Germany, because you know, he's Austrian, <laughs> he's Austrian or, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah that, that could work. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so that's that was good. Um, you know, sp- talking about the, the way the German people didn't really know the real Hitler, um, I, I think I've told you about this before, but maybe not. Possibly. But there was this, after, as soon as World War II ended and the Allies were kind of making the German people more aware of the Holocaust yeah. and things like that, straightforward i mean to some extent a lot of them knew but didn't want to know because if you acknowledge the holocaust then your son your brother your dad who's off in the war is in some way party to that but also you kind of just don't think about it. a lot of it was done euphemistically yeah or uh shrouded in layers of yeah or they're just there were camps or you know they yeah they didn't exactly reveal that they were shoving people in ovens it's kind of in a way yeah exactly officially passed down trying to avoid it being starkly seen and then also a certain level of self-shielding from trying to oh i don't really you know there's something going on but i don't want to yeah because you know if you find out it's you hear you hear the other people in the chow hall talking about it yeah you keep eating your fucking food yes uh it to me uh this sort of thing when because people say you know talking about you know slavery in the time you know how you know george washington it was just his time and then people say you know, well, no, we got to judge. We should judge these people uh, more on contemporary moral values, and the same thing, Germans in the Holocaust. And yeah. the argument comes up. You know, what are we doing now that the, someday that will be unconscionable? Yeah. You know, and uh, to me, I've always thought the easy comparison is basically uh, eating anything chocolate, because every you know oh, chocolate I'm... is is cultivated by child slaves in yeah. South America. And yeah, eating chocolate, uh, Nestle water, anything Nestle owns, yeah, that kind of shit. Diamonds, yeah, I was Nestle say, products, cho- chocolate and diamonds, basically um, cultivated by slaves. Everyone knows about it, but they yeah. keep doing it. It's well known. It's easy to know. Yeah, and uh, and people still continue to do it. Yeah. And I'm going to keep eating chocolate. Yeah, I mean, but uh, I because that's my that's my thing about like boycotts right mm-hmm. people are always like oh boycott xyz and i'm like my dollar doesn't mean anything to these fucking people true if i was a ceo billionaire and i'm like okay i'm no longer my company people in my company and i'm no longer funding chick-fil-a then maybe that might squeeze them but if i don't spend 15 bucks a month at chick-fil-a they don't give a fuck about me they don't give yeah. like a million of us don't spend 15 bucks a month so that's the kind of shit where like i'd love to participate in a boycott but it doesn't fucking matter yeah, unless you have collective action, like a, if you con- build like a union of fat guys who say we're going to eat at a different place. <laughs> yeah, we're going to eat at Wendy's because they perform abortions in the restaurant. <laughs> we're we're that pro, uh, you know. Um, but anyway, so that's kind of the, the, what what our hundred year unethical consumption is going to be. Yeah, someday we will, and I don't think. I don't think eating chocolate is as bad as tacitly supporting the Holocaust. No. <laughs> um, or even right now, you could say, with this Uyghur situation in China, yeah, uh, you don't really see any countries really doing anything to stop that, and you don't see Americans... I was going to say, yeah, I think where the the future that we're moving towards is we kind of have to ignore that stuff for the sake of consumerism, because of international trade, and you go, hey, China, you got to stop killing Uyghurs. They're like, okay, how about I stop making all your shit? Mm-hmm. You really don't have the leverage to do that anymore as a society to say something like that. Well, we do. 
We have we have more power in 1930. If we just told China to stop doing something, it wouldn't have mattered. Right now, if America and Europe were to actually commit to saying we're not going to buy from you, China, until you you know, yeah. we actually have more of an I think we have more of an obligation now to try I, to use I economic think, measures, but I, we I, don't. Yeah, I think we're too economically dependent internationally to do that now. Because the issue with that is that China is balls deep in Africa. They are. But the problem is, well, Africa, I mean, yeah, they're, they're, they're kind of colonizing Africa, but yeah. Africa I, I doesn't think have much leverage. We're, we're almost back to satellite state alliances like we were 100 years ago, mm-hmm. the way that if you piss off one person, it's a domino effect. Yeah. You can't just say China stopped doing that shit because then Korea's mad. Well, at least North Korea's mad. Russia's mad. It just it rolls on from there. I think uh, I don't disagree with you that we should be able to say, "Hey, China, stop killing all the fucking Uyghurs." But I do think the problem is that if we do, the backlash could be worse for us than them just killing Uyghurs. I don't think anything will really. I mean, the, the only the only problem for us would be uh, that prices would go up and things like. I, and other than that, I, I mean, I don't see China really doing anything militarily. Uh, the, no, I don't think they do anything. Well, I think trade wise, they would. They'd squeeze us. Well, yeah, they they would. But if we're boycotting them, you know. Uh, anyway, it's just uh, it's a complicated situation. So it's just about the moral relativism and uh, yeah. what are we doing and who are we to judge people for the sort of more mundane, tacit compliance and some sort of bad things that are happening. Yeah. Um, the, the point of this was um, after World War II, immediately when the Germans were being educated on yeah. the Holocaust and stuff, there was a common phrase and and sentiment among a lot of Germans which was if only the Fuhrer knew about the Holocaust he would he would never have let it oh, happen. Oh yeah 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 I've heard that either you told me or yeah. I've heard it passingly. Yeah. And so basically they they knew the Hitler that they were fed and propagandized yeah. the, and the real you know the man was so different you know they couldn't even think of that it was his fucking plan. Yeah, they couldn't even in, uh, uh, contemplate that he was It's, it's got to be an interesting the guy. I, I, has there ever been a level of cognitive distance to that point of someone being able, able to spew hate speech like that and still be perceived as a whole, like a, a holy figure? You know, he talks so much shit about how evil the Jews were, and then they yeah. figure out about the Holocaust, and they're like, Hitler couldn't have done that shit. It seems so, weird. And it also, yeah, and also, you know, they say, you know, in the, in the pre-war era, um, you know, Britain, France, how could they, you know, kind of the... The uh, Chamberlain appeasement stuff, yeah. you know. But, well, I think we, that, well, we didn't know what a monster Hitler was, but yeah. the whole time, my mic I just hit, the whole time he was rising to power, he was. I mean, it, from Mein Kampf to everything, yeah. he always every speech he blamed someone else for. He blamed the Jews yeah. for their for, for, for losing the war, the, yeah, for losing the war, which is stupid. They had yeah. nothing to do with it, really. Um, and then, what was his reason for blaming them? Did they have a religious exemption from going to war? No, there were or lots ju- of Jewish German soldiers. There just happened to be a lot of Jews that stayed behind. No, so he just chose the Jews. I think he I w- thought there was a was there a disparity in the post war inflation where the Jews still had a lot of money? Uh, there's well, there's the, a couple things, which is one, which is I, I always make fun of it, is the fact that you know the Christians said money lo- yeah, dealing with money, money is, money is dirty. dirty. Let the Jews do it. And hey, then, wait a second, Jews have all the money. Then, well, oh, you Jews have all the money. <laughs> well, you, you said the only job we could have is banking, so you know maybe it's your fault. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so the 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 centuries, millennia of anti-Semitism the, yeah. existing. Uh, I think the tie to intellectual Bolshevism with the Russian Revolution, okay. you know, with Trotsky and these type of, you know, more kind of Jewishy, yeah, uh, that was perceived as kind of a Jewish thing, uh, at least by the Nazis. The rise and of so, communism. Okay. Uh, part of losing World War One, where the revolutions breaking out in Germany and these socialist things happening, so they're like socialism is means Jew. Okay. Socialism is part of why we had we lost the war from within. Okay. So they blame that on that. Uh, that for sure, and then also, you know, the uh, the Jewish uh, continuing to have economic influence stuff was overblown, and kind of you know that always works you know, yeah. for any basically any anti semite. You can if you're an anti semite, you can find some rich Jews in the area. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's true. So that's that's kind of what it was. But no, I mean Jewish participation in World War One, as far as I know, okay. was was normal. And uh, as I talked about with. Indy Nidell, uh, in a previous interview, 
uh, previous lost interview, a, a lost interview. <laughs> uh, he was telling me, and we were talking about how um, uh, a lot of Jewish World War One vets basically returned and they didn't run away or they stayed in Germany because they assumed that their heroism and service yeah. would would exempt them from whatever Hitler was doing. Yeah, which was uh, Un- yeah, an incorrect uh, assumption. And I think. Um, a lot of people considering World War Two and about the Holocaust and that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. they don't consider that it was like a decade slow burn yeah. of him rising to power and no, yeah, it consolidating. Is, it's surprising to learn uh, it shouldn't be. But so, even when I look at it now and I see, uh, I think Hitler came to power in like 1930. Yeah. No, he's and then he was early. in charge for nine years before World War One starts. Yeah. So they were living he with was, him. He, he was, was pre-gaming for nine years. Yeah. And then war broke out. Yeah. A lot of people forget that, uh, yeah, and uh, because he was, I think, in like thirty-two, he was secretly talking to Russia about tank design mm. because they were still kind of buddy buddy. Oh yeah, yeah. All the German tanks were des- were built, yeah, in Russia, in Russia and tested be- in Russia, yeah, because of uh, Versailles. Versailles. Yeah, so they kind of had a workaround where it was all getting done in in Russia. Yeah. And uh, I don't have all the facts, but if anybody out there ever wanted to research, it's probably very interesting. The weird relationship and alliance between the Nazis and the communists yeah. before World War One, uh, World War Two gets going, which is so weird because the whole time the Nazis were like, "We're gonna eventually, you know, we hate the communists. We're eventually gonna invade yeah. Russia," but they're working together, and it seems like such a blind spot for <laughs> Stalin, yeah, that he never got on to that. Because I, I don't know if, yeah, because he he invaded Russia pretty fast. 41, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think he he shot all the way west and then headed his way east. Was it late 40 or early 41? Probably like March of 41. I think 41 because the Winter War wasn't actually in the winter. No, Winter War, excuse me, was the was, um, um, the Winter War with Finland. That was probably Finland, winter yes. of 38 or 39. Yeah. I'm talking about the Germans push. They, he, Hitler didn't invade in winter, so I think it no. was late spring. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it might have been forty one. Because when did the Battle of Britain start? The the war got the invasion of Poland's thirty nine. Yeah, the Nazis September first, nineteen thirty nine, is he invade they invade Poland, and then in France is taken by I, the end of the year, right? No, no, no. It, it, it's in forty because one after Poland, there's like a six month. Uh, they called it the phony war, where there was basically no big action. Like the war, Britain and France had declared war on Germany, but they had not begun fighting each other okay. except for in uh, Norway. Okay. And uh, some other minor stuff. So he invades the rest of Europe in 40. Yeah, in 40, he defeats France Britain's in the Battle yeah. of France, which goes, uh, it takes like eight seconds. Yeah, he runs right through. The, the French got shit pumped by, yeah. the, uh, by the Germans. I, the Maginot Line probably would have helped. The Maginot Line did its job. It's yeah. just they went around. They went around it. Yeah. Because they, did he invade Belgium or ask Belgium to go through Invaded it? Belgium. He invaded Belgium to get through the Ardennes. Yeah, they invaded Netherlands and Belgium. Okay. Uh, well, because it was funny because it was the 6th Panzer Division punched through the Ardennes, and they're all supposed to stop and reconvene. Yeah. But he punched all the way to Dunkirk. He went, kept going. Yeah, Guderian so kept going. everyone had to follow behind him, rushing to make sure he doesn't get surrounded. And they hesitate so much that he's able to punch all the way to Dunkirk and yeah. just sit there. Well, basically, uh, I think it was Guderian. I believe, yeah. Uh, who... Got through, and the German command structure was such that yeah, you're allowed to make you know, your own lower call. generals were allowed yeah. to kind of make in the moment decisions, and uh, he basically saw an opening and kept going through. And he saw the peach orchard and he ran for yeah. it and created a situation where he basically split off the French and British front line, uh, you know, across Belgium yeah. from the rest of France. Uh, incredible military success, yeah, and uh, would have taken dunkirk if not finally been being ordered to stop yeah because he had he was hitler had him stop because uh, he was just kind of running buck wild yeah which is you know that was probably the right call in the moment yeah but if if but not I for that think, they would have gotten I, dunkirk. I was gonna say i don't think an armored division would have been able to hold dunkirk by itself with the amount of forces that were in dunkirk no, but I think the armored division, if they would have got there, they just would have you know, wrecked, wrecked shop well, on that beach. Uh, I don't know. Because the AT guns ahead of the time in Dunkirk, I think, would have punched through a Panzer II. Had they started doing that yet? I believe that they – I think that the way that he was going, they thought that they were going to get pushed to Dunkirk. No, I mean, had 
That's what I was saying. I, I think as he was going, they're like, oh shit, I think he's going for Dunkirk. Yeah. And I think they're reinforced. I think that's why Hitler told him to stop. Well, Hitler told him to stop because he was going to be. Yeah, uh, he's going to run out of shit. He's going to run out of supplies. Yeah. But I think, um, well, what I've always heard is that if he, that it would have been a boon for them if he made it to Dunkirk. Okay, maybe it would have been. But, uh, well, my question now is I, I, I thought that the whole turn your AA gun down and pierce armor didn't, wasn't thought of until the Eastern Front. No, that was, a, that, that was a Nazi thing. But yeah, they the still German had AT guns by then. Because Panzer well, no, no, IIs yeah, have yeah. like four millimeters of armor, so you can use a 20 millimeter uh, auto cannon to punch through it. Yeah, but it had not happened No, they yet. had not turned the flat cannons down yet. Yeah, so but they I'm still had anti-tank options. They could have. Yeah. But did they, had they, would no, they No, they have? still had anti-tank um, weaponry at, mm-hmm. that, at that point. Okay. They weren't just flat cannons turned down yet. Okay. Because that was after armor pushed so far fast that they didn't have any other options. Yeah. Except for the British. The British had good anti-tank guns the whole war. They, they put on the, they had four pounders, six pounders, and 17 pounders, and they worked really well. Well, that's seven because pounders. they're my heroes. <laughs> uh, yeah, and the th- British tank doctrine always confused me. Because, yeah. do you know anything about it? No. Their tank doctrine was either you have a scout tank or you have an infantry tank. And that was it. They didn't do tank hunters like the Germans did, and they didn't do all-around tanks like the Americans did. Uh-huh. So it was either your um, Churchill that went six kilometers per hour because that's as fast as a person can walk, yeah. or your Matilda that went 60 kilometers an hour, ran in, scouted everything, and then left. Mm. So they didn't really have an intermediary tank. So the Churchill had a great reputation of the war because it had armor so fucking thick because he only had to go six miles per hour, six kilometers an hour, but it had a four-pounder gun. He couldn't fucking hit anything. Yeah. That was just a tangent. That was I don't I don't like British doctrine about tanks. Ah, okay. We can't fit the gun in it. <laughs> Turn it sideways. That's the only tank I like because it's a Sherman. They put a seventeen pounder gun in, and they had to put a muzzle brake on it. Yeah. What oh, actually, it? no. That's German. Germans only put muzzle. What brake was on that one guns. called? That's the Firefly. That's the Firefly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's no room for the radio equipment. Cut <laughs> a hole in the back and hang it off the back. Yeah. Uh, tank won't move. Put, put five. Put five cartridges together. Yeah. Uh, that's a good meme. Well, because most of the British tanks were also, until like 42 in Africa, were just Lend-Lease tanks. with our M3 Lees that we yeah. gave them. Well, M3. They turned them into a Lee by cutting the tank, the top in half and putting a radio on the back. Yeah. Yeah, we really saved those Brits with all our <laughs> stuff we all gave them. All of our crap we gave them. We gave them all our junk. Yeah. There was a plan to move, I believe, like... Battleships from Lake Huron on land across New York and put them down. Holy shit! Because like, like we had, I don't remember exactly what the story is, but the, I think the the crux of it was that there was some law that we couldn't transport ships to the British. So you're like, we'll drop them down. You have to come get them and carry <laughs> we'll, them. Uh, oh no, we dropped them off the slip. They're in the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah. You have to find like, them. We could sell them, but we couldn't transport them or something. It was like some, some weird, weird, yeah, weird loophole, weird legal loophole that yeah. FDR used to subvert the Constitution <laughs> to help the British and get the only three-term presidency. Yeah, four-term. Oh, he died in his fourth. Didn't he? Yeah. yeah. He would have been dictator for life. <laughs> he would have been Hitler. We were really into FDR. Here. Yeah, we were. I would have voted for him again. I'll vote for FDR right now. Yeah. Beat I the like... shit out of Trump and Biden. I know. And he's got Are there no any life. Roosevelt's left? Why was there... Roosevelt's were uh, almost a, a dynasty. Well, there was Teddy. Yeah, there was two of them, but I'm saying they could have kept going. Uh, FDR Jr. was, was he, a... Was he a crypt, too? No, he was not a crypt, too. <laughs> he did not inherit polio from his dad. <laughs> which he didn't have, by the way. They say it's Guillain-Barre is what he had. Oh, really? Yeah. They just assumed it was polio in the time. He because he had polio yeast. So what is that one? Like bone marrow shit? Guillain-Barre is uh, what Dr. Remy Hadley had in House MD. I haven't watched House Yeah. This is for Colin Jeffrey. Yeah, I know. Who watches this. Uh, Guillain-Barre is like... Now you gotta make a br- Breaking Bad reference, too. You get sick and you lose motor function until your your respiratory seizes up and you die. Oh, weird. You, you lose control of everything until that. And you could be sick for that long because he was sick for like a decade. Yeah, yeah, for a while. Yeah, it depends. You can have it quick, long. Okay. Uh, I think the major clue that people had, or doctors re-evalu- reevaluating FDR, mm-hmm. was that how it was so strange that he ended up getting polio. He caught, he got pol- sick in his like thirties. Yeah. And usually you and get it as a, a child. kid's disease. Yeah. Yeah. So that was the first clue, and then you know I guess the symptoms kind of lined up. Okay. Um, but anyway, yeah. FDR would have been seven terms. <laughs> 
Yeah, he would have. I don't know. Like, how long could he have gone? It's weird. I, I think he could have probably. Kept, I mean, and so, uh, yeah, he probably could have kept going because they were like, "Yeah, he won the war." Yeah, but that's how fucking what's his name got elected. Uh, who? Um, who is the big fucking general? Ike. Yeah, Eisenhower. Eisenhower. Yeah, that's true. I, I, I don't know enough about Roosevelt to know if did he say you know, you know, oh, I did my two terms. But it was the Great Depression, and now the country still needs me. And then he, did he say, well, I can't stop now. We're in a war. I have to keep I th- running. I think he was too in. And he's like, I'm good. And everyone's like, no, we want you to stay president. That was yeah. to my knowledge is that the, the – I don't know if it's the people or the politicians. But they were so pro-FDR mm. that I don't think anyone else would have ran against him. Yeah. It makes you wa- – yeah, because I, I just don't know for sure. Yeah, I don't know enough FDR background. fact on top of my head. But I think – I think it was he was just so popular that there was no point running against him. Yeah, well, he the people did. There was a Republican challenger, yeah. but uh, probably no yeah. internal Democratic. He probably got Reagan. Yeah, to move. Um, Reagan went to every state but like Minnesota, right? Yeah, I think so. That one time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, go Reagan, go. Who was he running against? Is his name uh, Walter Mondale? I think in '84 yeah. and uh, Jimmy Carter in '78. Uh, no, no, in '80. He kicked his ass. He he kicked both of their ass. Jimmy Carter less so, but yeah, obviously he was the sitting president of the United States. <laughs> yeah, so it's kind of hard to kick his ass. I'm glad Jimmy Carter came back again, though. Jimmy Carter, he had one term as president, and then he lived 80 more years, <laughs> and he's so still alive. alive. It's the power of peanuts. Yeah, Jimmy Carter, by the way, first president to be born in a hospital. That's sad. Yep. That's awful. All the presidents before oh, him yeah, were, like, born they were like, in the house. They were like 50 by the time they were for president. Yeah. So they were born in 1900. That's why that stat is so weird. Yeah. Because you assume, because you think about them in the era they were president. Yeah. And you forget that they were Reagan 50 was born or 60. In, yeah, Reagan was born in fucking like 32 probably. Yes. Uh, no, Reagan was born. Reagan was old by the time he ran, right? Yeah, Reagan was military age in World War II. Was he the oldest president until Trump? Yes. And then Joe Biden passed him. We're really killing it We're with these great. old fucks. You need to get all these fucking old people out of office now. Yeah. We're going to uh, die. The country's going to die because all these old people from f- they are born in 45 are still in office. Listen, I'm not going to listen to this pony soldier over here <laughs> telling me what to do. All right? Do you even know what the internet is? Uh, it's, what you, it's where you go find you order eggs on the internet. No, you don't order eggs. You, you go on the, on realgrand.com. No. God damn it. You're in charge of everything. You got this company, this this Jeff Bezos from Brazil. He's trying to make us. He's no, trying well, to steal from he's America. Calling to Amazon because it's A to Z. Come on. Uh, back in my day, we didn't have all those letters. We only <laughs> yes, had twenty three letters back in my <laughs> so day. You know, you can stop an X. Yeah, yeah. Back when I was here before Reagan made Z a letter. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it A through Y and then it's Z? Why do they do that? Zed? Are you yeah. talking about why they all the other ones are the what they yeah. sound like, and then Zed? Zed yeah, uh, because British are wrong. It's British, the Canadian. I think it's a French thing because Canadians say it. Well, the no, no. Well, yeah, the, but it's also English. Canadians are English as well. No, yeah, I know, but I'm saying I think it's like a European thing. I think Probably. everyone who uses the regular alphabet uses Zed. That's true, but the British do. Yeah, also. no, I know British do use it. But I'm just, I just don't. know We just why. say Z because we're better. We're Z. We're smarter. But the, you know, I saw I watched a whole video about the history of W okay. because they said they were like this is the dumbest letter to ever exist because it should be double V. Well, first it should be double V, but also it's the only letter besides Z which doesn't represent what it sounds like. Okay, okay. There's no W. W, yeah. In well. W, yeah. And also, it's the only letter that it's two other letters smashed together. <laughs> is it just, just because that's what it, it was? Two V's in like old English. It's because it was uh, a video I stopped watching halfway through. You fucker. This is why we're talking about this now. The more horse hoof content is going to be on my fucking recommended. We're going to talk about this, and then someone's going to leave a eight-page comment explaining <laughs> W lore and why we're wrong. Uh, back to your question, FDR Jr. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why did yeah, why would like there a, go- Ooh. Ah! <laughs> Every time. It's like a curse. Shit. I must... Br- I bring him in with me. It's my Asian magic. Fucking spider, man. <laughs> That's huge. These things are huge. Yeah, that was uh, that was horrifying. They're the size of I'm, a small car. I'm, I'm itchy. Oh. 
You're lucky I was here. If you were just playing Minecraft, uh, it whew. just would have been laying eggs in me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It'd have been in your mouth by now. Oh God. Nice. Oh, uh, man. I gotta Oof. change gears. Oof. I'm all messed F- up. FDR right Junior. FDR Junior. He was like a. He did some politics stuff, and I think he ran for governor of New York in the last. Oh, poor guy. And uh, I think he was in the like the LBJ or JFK administrations okay, yeah. as something, but he never became president. Poor guy. Teddy Roosevelt Jr. Yeah. One of his son, well, one of Teddy's sons died in World War One, oh. crashed at a plane oh, with no survivors. Yeah, and then Teddy Roosevelt Jr., the junior, was a brigadier general who was the only general that landed and led troops at Normandy. <laughs> All right. He was. He was really doing a Rough Riders thing like his dad, and he he brought a motorcycle to yeah. Normandy. He was the only general who you know had the Higgins craft open up and yeah. Um, Teddy, so Teddy Roosevelt yeah. Jr. kicking ass at Normandy. He was at Normandy. He was in horrible health. Was he? Yeah, he was like he, the he like could barely walk, and he was he's like dying, and he led troops at Normandy. Did he, did he hobble? Yeah, like he would carry him in a little satchel. He like crip walked onto the <laughs> onto the beach. Yeah, it was, oh god! All right, and then he kept going, and he just died of natural causes <laughs> in France during the war. Oh my god! Like he was in a jeep, like going. Just, let's <laughs> let's go get him over there. His, his lungs boiled and his eyes rolled in the back of his yeah. head. He baffled Christendom by continuing <laughs> to breathe, and that's pretty good. Right. Then he ended up dying, but yeah, that was pretty cool that he did that. And uh, I think it was either Teddy Roosevelt was still alive twenty years after, right? What was he, do- what was he doing in the war? In what World War Two? Yeah. No, he was dead by then. Are you sure? Teddy Roosevelt died in like the twenties. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he died young. Okay. Of, of being too cool. Yeah, being yeah. a baller after being... getting shot in the chest and doing a whole speech. Yeah, in Milwaukee. Oh, Milwaukee would exist at that time. Yep. Did we still have the UP? No, oh. there were no cities. When Wisconsin was robbed of the Upper Peninsula. <laughs> it's such The fucking Battle of, what's gonna call it? Toledo. Toledo. Why do we have to give a part of our state to make Ohio happy? Yeah, you would think that Ohio would have to give up some <laughs> land to... You think Ohio would have to give up fucking Toledo. Yeah, but no. We have to give up the best, our vestigial penis to M- Michigan. Michigan, of all people. Michigan is just Ohio flipped over. At a, an inversion point. But no, now they get the stupid Upper Peninsula, the best part of the country. Michigan is just gay Ohio. Yeah. I don't think it works. I don't like it. We should take the UP back. By force, if necessary. Yeah, we have a, we've been planning this for like a year don't now. Tell, don't tell them the plan. Why not? It's If we tell them the plan, then Michigan will Michigan know. Michigan won't know. They're going to find the podcast. Oh, shit. I won't tell anyone that we're They're going to look up metadata we're not, for plan to invade we're not, Michigan. We won't leap from Beaver Island and attack Traverse City. Them. Traverse City, we're coming for you. We're going to try to take over Michigan. We're taking Traverse City to prove a point. You know, I'm really excited about these anime movies coming back through Fathom Events that mm-hmm. we can go see. The next one is Lupin, right? But, but, yeah, I think Is so. Lupin, Weathering, Promare's the last one. Lupin and Weathering are very close together, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. They're both like within a week yeah. in and July, and then it's three months until Promare. Yeah. I don't know when weathering is, because I'm going to have to call in so we can it was, see it on Sunday. I think it was July 15th. In H- in 4D, so we could cry. 4D is fun. 4D is fun, but it didn't work the time we saw it. We went, uh, we drove like an hour. Yeah. Well, we were already at Mensua. We didn't go to see weathering with you. Yeah. No, we we did go to see weathering. Well, was the theme of place that was still showing it? Yeah. Okay. And that's why. And then on the way, we stopped for pork bowls, but yeah. we had to rush and get chocolate to eat during the movie. And uh, it was really a fool's errand because the chocolate at the Japanese market is as expensive as it is at <laughs> yeah. the movies. But, With all um, the goddamn import fees, the yeah. VAT, <laughs> value added tax, fucking assholes. What is the value added <laughs> to the chocolate? I don't know. Around? They they do charge a premium there, though. It's true. It um, so we went to see Weathering with You in 4D. I think I had maybe seen one uh, one movie in 4D before, but I, it was, yeah, I was going to say, I feel like I might have too, but I don't know what it was. Uh, Those 4D seats are tight, man. I think it might have been like Rise of Sky. No, no. I think it might have been The Force Awakens. Okay. Maybe. I might have seen that in 4D. That might have been fun. I don't think I saw that with you. No, you did not. Um, so then we saw Weathering with You in 4D, and uh, it was cool, mm-hmm. but it was... <laughs> it was like a minute off. It was off. 
Like, it was unfortunately, not a minute off. The, the, the snow and, and rain and, and yeah. shaking, it was all not synced to the movie. So that was funny. I think I turned to you like five minutes in and I said, I, I don't think it's synced. Yeah. What? And then I was like, I don't I'm think not, it's and I was like, I'm not sure. It kind of seems on par. And then by like another five minutes, I was like, oh, this fucking sucks. No, and then I think you were finally convinced when it started snowing, snowing in the early, room yeah. and it had not yet snowed <sighs> in the movie. That would have been a great effect, too. Yeah, it would have been so cute. But instead, our lives were ruined. Was that the time that we also went into another movie theater after Weathering With You ended? Yeah. <laughs> what did we go see the end of? Weathering With You again? Probably. I think we did. Or something. Oh, was that the time we cried? Because we went in right as they were falling, and we didn't have, we had literally just seen it. We didn't have to read the subtitles. We just watched it happen. Uh, or we were reading the song. Oh, we were reading the song lyrics. Because we didn't have to read the dialogue. Yeah. We were weeping like yeah. grown men. In an anime movie theater. Oh, God. That was rough. Uh, are we going to go to Milwaukee Anime Con this year? I don't even know what it is. Manime Con? Manime. What they call it. Oh, Jay's going to be there. Yeah. <laughs> Rich Evans is going to be there. <laughs> Rich is going to be there. I know uh, Josh is going to be there. There's no way Josh is in a closet weeaboo. No, no. There's no way. There's no logical explanation for Josh not to be a closet weeaboo. Bryant. Brian's gonna be Bryant there. will be there. Bryant from the 88s podcast. <laughs> they don't even have a podcast, but we just always call it 88s podcast. What is, what is, is there just like a like a show? Channel, I guess. Yeah, but they like they do like a, they sit at the table at their beer pong table <laughs> and they sad pathetic with table. Their real copy of Resident Evil Biohazard. Yeah. Man. I love those guys. <laughs> well, When's Bryant coming on the show? Never. He's our friend. Yeah. When's the last time you talked to him in person? In person? Yeah. Like five, ten three, years ago, three years, three years. What Probably. Did, how'd you find him? How do you <laughs> how do you find you? Well, one time, I was at work stocking shelves at three a.m., and this homeless guy came up to me, <laughs> shambles towards you. And he said, "Hey, man, do you have any beans?" And I said, "What?" And he said, it, well, "Jacob." I said, "Sir, I please don't talk. I, I I know you can see my name tag, but please don't refer to me by name, okay? Uh, you're listen." You're not supposed to be in here. We know you're stealing. And he said, "No, it's me. It's me, Brian from high school." I said, "I said, uh, I don't know. Listen, buddy, <laughs> uh, I don't know what Did you're you talking actually about." Did you actually see like three in the morning? Yeah. Oh my god. And he said, and then so I, I guess I'm playing with. I was talking to him, and uh, I was trying to work, and. He, <laughs> And he was we were talking, and he was like, "Can I stay at your place for a while?" You told me about that. You texted me, and I wasn't awake. I woke yeah. up like four hours later, and I saw it. He said, "Can I stay at your place for a while?" And I said, "I don't know." <laughs> yeah, no. you told me that you didn't say no. I don't think so. <laughs> He's like, "Yeah, I'm just living on my buddy's couch right now." I'm like, "That doesn't sound like it would be changing if you were on my couch." And then you have to live with him. You can continue living on your couch. That's not the last time I saw him. What was the, what was the I other think time? the last time I saw him was when he and I, for some reason, I don't remember what we were doing, but we went to Burger King, and then we went to, I'm not going to say the name of this gas station, because it's a local it's establishment. It's a local thing. It's all over the Midwest. It's no. as far as the Rockies. No, it's not Quick Trip. Oh, okay. It's and this is so. This is the place where I had my story. I was there with Bryant, and uh, he was buying his vape pen oh. so that he could get off on vaping. You told me that too. Yeah, and then we go up to the place. No, first, and you guys money, right? Yeah, no, first he said that I. He said you can get a thing if you want. I said, can I get this chocolate bar? And he said no. <laughs> and so then we went up, and um, <laughs> they he they were like. Can we see your ID? And so he showed them their ID, and he, then the guy said that he needed to see mine, too. And oh, I said, yeah, why? They like you do it with alcohol. Yeah, and he said, why? And he was like, oh, it's just store policy. I'm like, so if I was eight and my dad was buying a vape pen, do you have to see mine? Because, you know, because make sure that we're both adults and he can have his vape pen. I said, fuck you. I'm done. And so I, I said, what if I leave? Can I leave and he can buy his vape pen? Because then we're not together. Yeah. I said like, no. I saw, you, I saw you come in together. Yeah. Anyway, so I left. I didn't. I wouldn't show my ID, <laughs> which is funny because I was buying alcohol with a friend, and they carded my friend, and they didn't card me. <laughs> you no. bought? Were you both buying? No, Separately I was doing the same them. thing where I was standing next to them, yeah. and they're like, the target guy comes over, like, hey, can I see your ID? And she's like, yeah, yeah here you go. And then he walked away. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> and I was like, do I just look old enough to buy alcohol? Let's I've just... never been carded once. Uh, I went to a casino last week. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> my dad was about to show. I was with my dad, my uncle, my grandpa. Yeah. We were, both, we were all going to the casino at 1 a.m. Generational gambling. Yeah, generational gambling. <laughs> And uh, my dad was taking his ID out to show the guy. He said, you're fine. You you look like you're over 21. And he goes past. And I walked up and I said, do I look like I'm over 21? And the guy said, probably. And he let me go. <laughs> that guy was awesome. Yeah, sure. Uh, I feel like I've bought alcohol like four times. Yeah. And two and a half, they didn't even card me. I feel like generally I don't get carded. I don't know why. It seems like a massive law. Yeah. That you will be in a lot of trouble. Because it's super weird because they don't card me when I buy alcohol. But if I'm like, ah, I kind of want a cigarette. And I go in and they're like, oh, I need to see your ID. They need to scan it. And there's like 15 levels of security. But then I'm like, oh, I also want to buy this Jack Daniels. They're like, all right. Yeah. Also, it's weird. Everything's weird. But it's weird that you can go and just walk through eight aisles of booze, mm-hmm. but cigarettes are kept in a safe behind the counter. <laughs> yeah, like uh, I like a I like a smoke. Whoa, okay. ooh, okay. They got both turn the key at the same time. Yeah. Like <laughs> they got to have someone observe it to make sure they don't steal out of the case. Yeah, he's like, I'm gonna have to have my manager come watch me open up this case, and it's just like it's just doing lock after lock, like just scan the series of locks. It's like I'm gonna need your thumbprint. Uh, DNA sample. Walmart employee. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't listen to this. Walmart employee. <laughs> Is that a good password? Yeah. Password. Password. Smokes. <laughs> <laughs> and then the smoke comes out. And then the the cashiers area and like five feet in front of it where you're standing start. Uh, going sideways down like an Akira elevator. <laughs> and you just go down to and the, the And then the cashier's standing there with his arms crossed. Yeah. And you're like kind of shivering because it's getting cold. Yeah. And then he gets to the humidor that's kept at zero degrees. Yeah. So you can get your pack of Newports. Yeah, and he opens up a thing and there's jars of Akira's organs and in between there's like a box of cigarettes and he takes it down. And you go that's all the way up. Yeah, you get all the way back up. And then he hands it to you, and you're like, I asked for methanol lights. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, oh, sorry. <laughs> no, it's not even, the elevator down. goes back down. The whole system's reset when the elevator comes back yeah. to level. So he's got to do all the keys. Yes. He's got to scan his eye. He has to say yeah. password, password. Yeah. I think that would... So and then you're like, oh, I want to get this 12-pack, though. And they're like, okay. Yeah. Bink. <laughs> so... At some point between when we were 18 and 21, they had a new law. They changed it they for vape. cigarettes. Yeah. 21. For Trump's war on vapes. Yeah. It's so dumb. Yeah, it's retarded. First of all... Because now i got to go out and buy vape pens for all my fucking friends. Because <laughs> I'm the only one who's 21. So now Griffin's... Uh, like now a, i got to break the law. Now you're like the now scumbag got... buying booze for underage people. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's stupid. I it's hate d- it. Yeah, I no. was very upset. Yeah, I didn't even smoke. As, I, I don't even smoke smokes. that often. I, I, I smoke like once a year. Yeah. When I turned 18, I bought a pack of cigarettes because I could. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I hated it. I bought a pack of Marlboro Reds. I smoked one of them. I threw them in the garbage. Yeah, I was just like, okay, well, I can now, and I couldn't before, yeah. so I'll buy one. And then if um, I really want to kill myself, I buy a pack of cigarettes. Yeah. That's my metric. I have I, that's why I've been chewing tobacco for 14 <laughs> years and my jaw has cancer. Uh, no. um, well, anyway, folks, I think that's about it, right? Or do you have anything else to add, Griff? Any yeah. any podcast-worthy news and, and views? Uh, Bill Cosby got off. Well, yeah, and then he went to jail because of it. <laughs> yeah, he, he's not going to be in jail anymore. President of the Supreme Court. Yeah, did you hear Bill Cosby got out of prison? Yeah. Or he will be getting out of prison? He yeah. had his conviction uh, thrown out? Yeah. Uh, it's kind of weird. A lot of people have been talking about it, and they seem not to understand what the story was. Like they're like, uh, "Look at this." Well, Bill Cosby's t- being released because rape is not illegal. No, to my understanding, he just that his lawyer did a bad job at producing evidence, so then they let him go. The prosecution fucked up. Yeah. Well, uh, so he, so he basically got off on a mistrial, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, what happened was the district attorney had uh they were doing a civil there wasn't enough evidence to bring him to trial okay. criminally for this one particular case which ended up being the one that he did get got on okay so this there wasn't enough evidence the lady decided I'm going to do a civil court case against Bill Cosby in that the district attorney to get Bill Cosby to testify in that and give some stuff that ended up you know helping her get her settlement 
they made a deal where he's the the DA said we will not charge you fe- uh, criminally for this if you'll offer your testimony in the civil case. Yeah, that went through. She ended up getting her money, and that all settled. New DA gets hired. He's the one that ends up bringing criminal charges against Cosby on that same case. Okay, and in the court case, on top of breaking the promise, they also used. His his testimony that he gave under that promise. Okay, and so basically the the superior court judge said, uh, you, "Yeah, you, prosecutors, you cannot make a deal with a defendant, and then and reneg. then renege on that. Yeah, and and also use things they give you as part of the deal yeah. to then prosecute. So, um, yeah, I mean that's fucked up. I mean that's so dumb. Yeah, that's on their on yeah. the part of the prosecution team and all that. I mean that is, I'm in, I'm impressed that it got through. Yeah, because he's been in prison for like a year, right? Two years. Oh Jesus! But and his, oh, his sentence was three to ten. So, what, did, you, did you just say the word black? Was that all you said? <laughs> he is black. They do that. To, they do that all the fucking time. Oh, they're like, oh, we're gonna put you away for twenty five years, and never mind. You threw your case out. Yes. Um, I'm sure it happens to everyone, but I always see it as black people in the headlines. Yeah. So he went in, and um, yeah. So I don't know. He's. Uh, it's weird. I don't is know he what's gonna? gonna su- is he gonna sue fucking Pennsylvania? Or is he just gonna die? I don't know. He seems like a vindictive fuck, so he might sue Pennsylvania <laughs> and then die. And then die. He's eighty, like eighty three years old. Isn't, yeah, he I'm could live alive. another seventeen years. <laughs> it's possible. Uh, he's... As soon as he gets out of jail, he's gonna. He's gonna, see go, you he's, he's, he's gonna get. A, he's gonna get out of jail. He's gonna sit in his porch for thirteen years and then die. I think he's gonna get out of jail and his eyes are gonna come back. He's gonna. I'm not blind anymore. Is, guys. He, is he officially like legally blind? I think he's faking blind. <laughs> yeah. No, I think he's legal. He might be officially legally blind, but I'm ninety percent sure he's faking blind. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> God restored my eyesight. Yeah. Woo. Which woo, means woo, I'm woo, innocent. Woo. Yeah, I'd never heard anyone call him Doctor Cosby until he was accused of fifty rapes. He's a doctor, uh, honorary doctor. Oh, yeah, of, you know what? Like fucking Bush. Yeah, like everybody is. Yeah, there's like five real doctors in the country. Yeah, you know George Bush went to Harvard. Yeah, he paid his way through Harvard. Yeah, well he went. Well, no, he went to uh, he he went to graduate school at Harvard. Yeah, usually. Well, I just feel like usually you don't... Uh, Do you think George Bush is smart enough to get through fucking graduate school? Kind of. I don't know. I don't know. It depends. You got like an MBA, like a business degree. Oh, man. Yeah, okay. I feel like, like he what, could yeah, probably I was going to say, that, if right? white dude bros could do that shit, yeah. George Bush probably could. I have a good impression of George W. Bush. The side of your headphone looks like it says trash can. No, it says task cam. Yeah, but every time I see it, it looks like trash can. <laughs> I'm making fun of you. It's just funny. <laughs> Jacob's wearing Audio Technica clones. You saved ten dollars on. I didn't invite you on on, on my pod. Jacob's crying. I didn't invite you on the Audience. podcast to be a dick. You want to talk about Ruby season eight? No. <laughs> we can do a special episode about for the, the rest last of Ruby. two seasons. Come on. No, there's three seasons we haven't talked about. Really? We did one through five, and then we do six, seven, eight now. <sighs> All right, these ones are the good ones. Yeah, we can do our new podcast. About how Jimmy was right. This podcast is going to get like 20 views because we don't have anything kind of attention-grabbing. What do we talk about? Let's throw something in here at the last second. Bill Cosby? We talked about Bill Cosby. Yeah. Bill Cosby gets off? The name of the podcast, and it will be a 40-second discussion we had at the end of the show. I mean, it would be the same as everyone else in this clickbait. That's true. But I think it was the Hideo Kojima was the episode last time we talked about for an hour. Yeah, that was a good episode. That was good. I think we this, re- and we fulfilled our promise to the audience. You could just call this one Wearaboos Talk. <laughs> Are we Wearaboos? No, but we spent a lot of time talking about the war. Because we talked about Jojo Rabbit. <laughs> we talked about Shrek and how I thought Korg should be in our, re- our Shrek the Fourth remake. Yes. <laughs> then we talked about Taiko and TT. See, that was true miscellany. <laughs> yeah, it was just random horseshit. This is true miscellany. My plan when we started talking and we hit Shrek, I was like, ooh, I'm going to make this all a Shrek episode. We're going to talk about Shrek and the podcast, thumbnail, Shrek, and then boom, we went into World War Two. Yeah. Artistic amounts of knowledge about World War Two. Yeah. My all tangent right. about British tank doctrine. I love British tanks, and I love American tanks. I love all tanks. All tanks are great. Tanks are tanks. huge. All tanks are great. But people, you know, people are saying my tanks are the best. Yeah, that's not me. That's just people who are saying. Uh, the Sher- anyway, the Sherman was fine. 
The Sherman was great. I don't have anything to worry about the Sherman. You know what was a piece of shit, though? The Tiger. The Tiger. That's my hot take. The Tiger was a piece of shit. I love all German tanks. Uh, no. All the Panzers were good. All the Panzers were great. All the, the Panther Panthers were and great. Panther was a piece of shit. The Panther was The one transmission of the best broke tanks. after 150 kilometers. You, you understand how short of a distance that is? You don't need more than that. And then if you change the clutch while you were dr- moving, yeah. you drop your clutch and you'd break your transmission. Griff. In I a tank, know. if you were moving in a tank and you changed gears, you'd rip the transmission out. Why? What could the, the downside possibly be of having an 101 year old watchmaker in Germany design <laughs> every a, a, tank? An intimate, uh, self crafted oh. tank for each tank with different parts each time? Oh my god! How could that have downside? I mean, compared to the T thirty four, the Tiger was a piece of shit. How dare you! <laughs> You're gonna upset the wearables. Uh, good. I hope I, I hope I get a five paragraph essay about how good the Tiger One and the Tiger Two was, and the King Tiger and the Yag Panther and the Yag Tiger was because they're piece of shits. All of the big cat tanks were over engineered pieces of garbage. What about the mouse? That was good. That would have won the war. That would have won the <laughs> that's, war. That's what, that's, what, that's, what, that's what the podcast ends. <laughs> Uh, well, this has been Miscellany, the Phantom Podcast Tactical Internet Operations, Episode 4. Thank you for listening, everybody. This has been Jacob and, uh, and uh, Griffin. We'll be back next week. Hope you have a good one. Bye-bye. Bye. Jay should have started four with his family being killed. <laughs> <laughs>